Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Hard Factor presented by Barstool News Network. It is What the Fuck Wednesday, January 22nd, 2020. We have a ridiculously funny lineup of listener-submitted stories today. Pat is out. Uh, so, Wes and Mark, what stories do you have on, on tap for us today? Well, yeah, i just like to say that maybe they should just write the show, because these stories are awesome. They're excellent, yeah. 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 Um, I, I don't even want to tell you, tell you what I have on Let's that. just get into it. Oh, all, all surprises. Yeah, not many, yeah. Uh, not many headlines, though. So, like, if the listeners are writing... No, know, but I watched enough Senate impeachment trial today for everyone. That's um, true. And I don't true. really have an update for you. These so. stories are much more fun. Yeah. <laughs> much more fun than the headlines. The order's going to be Wes, myself, then Mark. So Wes, get us going. All right, guys. This one comes from Ed. Thank you, Ed. Uh, so, guys, sometimes you have to make some tough decisions in life, like which phone to buy, where to live, you know, which car to drive. And if you were t- two NYPD police officers, you had to make the decision of whether or not some good old-fashioned, hot, passionate bathroom sex was worth losing your job. And <laughs> usually the answer is yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for Lieutenant uh, Brandy Sanchez and another officer who for some reason has gone unnamed, that decision was an easy one. They chose the hot bathroom sex. Well, Brandy Sanchez sounds like a porn star, first of all. Yeah. She likes the party. Yeah. Also, like, yeah, I mean, like Mark said, it's like a lot of people in that situation are going to choose the bathroom sex. Right. First name Brandy, huge porn name. Last name Sanchez, Rusty Sanchez. Right. Is that, isn't That's that, uh, that Dirty, Dirty Sanchez. Dirty, Dirty Sanchez. Sanchez. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Rusty, yeah. Rusty trombone. Right, right. You kind of mashed him up there. Yeah. yeah. And you can always find. <laughs> As you can do. Yeah. You can always find another job. Um, so Sanchez, who also appeared to be a little sauced up, um, and the other man were discovered inside of uh, the federal Tribeca building on Church Street, of all places. Maybe that street name added to the excitement for them. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, but they were discovered just five minutes before Sanchez's shift was to end inside a bathroom stall by another police officer. Oh, well, who, so she was off duty almost. 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 She was still inside the building. Um, you know, a federal building. She's a police officer. So um, the uh, police officer discovered who uh, uh, upon. Uh, um, What's that? Hang on. You, you <laughs> fucking took me out of my goddamn spot. I <laughs> He's getting all hot and bothered. Yeah, I'm thinking about Church Street. Um, so they uh, they were discovered by another police officer who, who upon knowing exactly what he was hearing uh, or she was hearing, went to another officer to get uh, to tell them to get a load of what's going on yeah, inside like, the come, stall. Come listen to the, she's fucking in this bathroom. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You gotta you gotta get a load of this. Yeah. So the other officer and Cockblock then requested the two <laughs> leave and left left the left the bathroom, but it fell on uh, sex 
Knoxville ears because after some time, the officer returned to find the couple still not giving a shit about their jobs and very much giving a shit about the hot sex they were having. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the officer again told them to leave, and that's when the unnamed man walked out uh, without saying a word. With a smile. Yeah, yeah totally smile. naked. Just yeah. <laughs> more like floated out. Exactly, yeah. He was he, glowing. He, he wasn't saying <laughs> yeah. much. Um, so uh, then the, then, then the, uh, the, the party pooper uh, officer then climbed over the stall to see Sanchez in a state of bliss and half naked. <laughs> she was like, I knew it was you, Brandy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not again, Brandy. Yeah. Uh, so when she finally emerged, uh, Brandy proclaimed that she was a cop and that she badly, badly needed a smoke. Um, and the report says that she was, quote, unable to be interviewed due to her compromised mental state. So she was she was fucking drunk. She was fuck silly. Yeah, she was. She was. Yeah, she was. You know, had sex brain, I guess. Right. Um, so both um, both the outed lady cop and the protected male cop uh, were stripped of their badges and guns and put on modified duty uh, while the full that investigation. Is up. How come that guy's name isn't? It? I don't. I think he might have been a, like a higher up or something. Huh? Who, I don't know. You know, I mean, he had, he he's a, you know bigger brass. I don't know why they they decided not to name him, but uh, Sanchez was yeah, outed. That is that is <laughs> slut shaming at its finest, right? right? Yeah, I mean that's yeah. that's definitely. Uh, yeah. It's 2020. You're not supposed to be doing that. We're Team Brandy. So. By the way. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, good for them. Yeah. All right. This next one was brought to us by Tommy Bottles on Twitter. Uh, a man died on Sunday in India from wounds he suffered during what he thought would be just a routine cockfight that he attended. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You always think it's going to go well. Yeah. Right. Otherwise, I mean, why attend? Well, I've never been to a cockfight, but I would imagine if you're the kind of person that goes, you go frequently. And mm-hmm. you probably yeah, like want to win a little bit of money. But yeah, you yeah. think it's just going to be another day at the cockfighting pit. Yeah. Well, uh, not not the case for 55 year old uh, Saripali Venkoswara Rao. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was at the cockfighting arena in Pr- Pragadavaram <laughs> village uh, yeah, when yeah. one of when one of the roosters uh, bucked loose uh, from from the cock handler. Uh, and and then it slashed the man. The cock handler. Yeah, the <laughs> cock handler couldn't handle this rooster when it got upset, and it slashed Rao across the stomach with a razor blade that had been affixed to its foot. Ah, um, uh, yep, yeah. How it works. For those yeah. that don't know, they put razor blades on the on the rooster's feet so that they can kill quicker. Yeah, so that yeah. they're more formidable in the ring. Yeah. I imagine yeah. his blood was a little little thinner at that time too, because he was probably partying. Yeah, you, you gotta probably, you gotta be. If you're at a cockfight, you're, you're drunk. You're drinking some hooch. If yeah. you're at an India yeah. cockfight, India. So a cock bunch fight. of a bag wine blood spilt over. Yeah, right. Yeah. Also, He's already going to die anyway, probably. <laughs> a little weird, though, that he like got cut across the stomach and then he just bled out from his injuries. That's, That's a dangerous rooster. Yeah. And also a bad area of town. Obviously, you don't want to get cut up at the cockfight because nobody's going to take you to the hospital. Get your <laughs> right. stomach. No. Yeah. <laughs> you got you to gotta stitch yourself up. Yeah. Where yeah. are we going to bury this guy? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's messed up. I mean, you shouldn't really die from that injury, I feel like. Um, anyways, India had outlawed cockfighting back in 1960, uh, but you can you really ever effectively outlaw cockfighting? No. no. You can find a razor blade anywhere and a rooster. That's like... In right. a backyard. Yeah. You don't need a lot. You don't need years of training no. to, yeah. to be a manager of a, of a cock. <laughs> I mean, I, like, I guess it's, like, it's good to make it illegal so that you can... Take people to jail when you find them doing it, but you're right. never going to stop people. From you don't want to encourage it, right? Yeah. You don't want to encourage it, but you know, yeah, it's going to happen. Give us a week; we could have an extreme cockfighting operation inside this new studio. No <laughs> problem. <laughs> don't tempt us. <laughs> yeah, but maybe canary fighting, though, that seems a little more palatable to me. Less, less That's blood. Right. 
Yeah. Uh, it, smaller birds. Uh, so the New York Post columnist who is covering this story from the New Zealand Herald report suggests that steroids could have been at play as well because uh, that's how they uh, pump up the cocks, apparently, is pump them full of, uh, full of juice. <laughs> so juvenile, yeah. yeah. <laughs> pump up the cocks. I mean, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, that's a, that's a big cock. You got some, aggr- like, yeah, roided yeah. out aggressive cocks running around Tough with razor blades. Yeah. I get it. I mm-hmm. get it. Yeah. All right, guys. This one is from Charles and Big Ounce. It was that good. Ooh. So guess what, guys? It took exactly one day from when we discussed the new super contagious and deadly uh, coronavirus to make its way from Asia to the United States. Mm-hmm. Fuck. The first case in the U.S. is some poor bastard from Seattle, Washington, or in Seattle, Washington. The man in his 30s was confirmed to be carrying the coronavirus by the CDC on Tuesday, so it's legit. So we're fucked. Uh, we're all fucked. This is the new super SARS-like virus or disease or whatever, mm-hmm. and I blame this on Will for giving us the bad medical news first yesterday. Well, I don't know. You asked for the bad news first. So yeah, but you delivered it. You could have, you like, you knew the story. I didn't, that's we didn't cyclical. Know the story. That's cyclical. <laughs> I could blame that back on you. All right. Well, we'll see. I'm blaming it on you. As of the time of this recording, the Seattle man was actually in good condition, which is good. And he's being monitored at the Providence Regional Medical Center in Everett, uh, probably behind several plastic airlocked walls. So Mm -hmm. you see him in there? He's not trying to get out, is he? Right. He's he's not going anywhere. No, you got to keep an eye on him. They're spraying him with all kinds of shit nonstop. The man arrived in the U.S. on January 15th from Wuhan, China, um, but they're saying he was not in the market area. That was ground zero. He wasn't in the market area, which was labeled as ground zero, but he was in Wuhan. That's where he probably got it. Um, What this is like some new fucker of an infection or epidemic or pandemic. Or pandemic or Ellie extinction level event that's going on right now. I'm, I'm getting pretty nervous about. No, the no, no. It's a, it's a no. really, ba- it's like a pneumonia. They said, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. There's 300 cases so far, I think, and only three people have died. Six deaths. They doubled it. Six today, deaths. Du- oh. It's doubling. Okay. So uh, which is what happens with pandemics. They they tend to double pretty rapidly and they cross oceans and shit. Um, hmm. The man actually was keeping up with the news and recognized the symptoms of fever and runny nose, and oh, so good he for reached him. out to. Yeah, he reached out to doctors himself and mm. wanted to get checked specifically for the coronavirus, so that's pretty right. damn admirable. Hey, guys, yeah. I was yeah. at ground zero two days ago. Yeah, I was uh, in Wuhan. You think, you think I could have gotten it? Yeah, I've got this uh, <laughs> blood running from, out of my ears. <laughs> yeah. uh, sums up. I've had a cold. This ain't no cold. Yeah, it remains unclear how many people have, uh, the patient has come into contact with, but people are trying to track down like everyone that was on the plane, everyone that he's talked to and met in Seattle because... Yeah, this thing spreads pretty easily. Uh, oh, guess what? All flights from Wuhan into the U.S. have been rerouted, hopefully straight into the ocean. <laughs> uh, also, in other horrible news for the coronavirus, Wang Guangfa, head of the Department of Pulmonary Medicine at Beijing's P- uh, Peking University uh, First Hospital, uh, revealed Tuesday that he had contracted the Chinese coronavirus while researching it, so he was trying to study it to help determine its characteristics and how to avoid it and treat it, and he fucking got it. Wow. So uh, the number one scientist is now a victim of the coronavirus. Yeah, now he doesn't want to help out anymore because he's going to die from the coronavirus. It's, so like, out, it's yeah. like outbreak when, yeah. uh, when Dustin yeah. Hoffman's and As mentioned earlier, over. we've doubled to six deaths at the time they're supporting. Well over 300 reported cases, including 15 medical personnel. Uh, we're going to keep you updated on this one a lot because if there's one thing I like to do, it's panic. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And this will be in the well, this will be on hard factor quite a lot. Yeah, if I want to know anything that's going on with this virus, yeah. all I have to do is ask Mark. I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to know exactly where it is, who's got it, the nearest person it's to him. It's in Seattle. <laughs> yeah. Wes right. was saying he, he had it right. It's like it, it's like it's scripted almost cuz like when the top scientist immediately gets the disease, that's like the beginning of, of one of those movies. It's it, bad it, news. Yeah. Yeah. That's not good. All right, guys. We're going to do a little predict it. Go to predictit.org slash promo slash hard factor 20 to get 20 bucks on us. The primaries are right around the corner. Mm. Lots of money to be made in some seemingly locked markets. So, you know, basically doing yourself and your bank account a disservice by not signing up. Mm. That's predictit.org slash promo slash hard factor 20. I bought 400 shares of Bernie in Iowa. Did you? Today. Oh, really? Because I won $750 in last week's Andrew Yang's tweets. What's, so, he, what's that trade at? He's, it was he, like 40 cents, so nice. I got it for like 160 bucks. You're feeling the shares. burn in Iowa, mm-hmm. huh? Mm-hmm. That's nice. Oh. Uh, and we got a good tip from listener Andrew Jelkin. He says, uh, when you get those annoying campaign texts, reply to them with your predicted promo code. That's, nice. Uh, yeah, our predicted <laughs> promo code. And listen to Hard Factor, and that's a fantastic idea, Andrew. So when those, when those annoying texts come, hit them with some requests of your own. Uh, they will thank you, and who knows, you might get some hilarious responses. I've actually got some pretty funny responses. Like someone asked me if I was going to vote for, uh, uh, I think, uh, like Elizabeth Warren, and I asked them, you know, if, they, if she was going to stop claiming that she's Native American. If she does that, I'll vote for her, and like, they just respond. We can't, can't guarantee that, but oh. we'd really appreciate your support. <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll respond to you sometimes they're yeah. just like interns answering texts yeah it's fun we got a dm on instagram from someone that was uh reached out to and he wrote fuck off and they were like, okay thank you for your time yeah yeah i always assumed um, it was bots that did that but no no most of them are but yeah. not all of them there's will. some real people only behind. in the big operations right. um and in the lock of the week again we're going to the carolina primaries take biden he is doubling bernie his next closest opponent trading at 73 cents in north carolina and 79 for South Carolina, so an easy money take the twenty to twenty five percent return and buy yourself something nice. Carolina, yeah, what's, what's that promo code again? Yeah. Predictit.org slash promo slash hard factor twenty. Mm. Get twenty bucks on us and enjoy the ride. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna want to do that. Mark's winning money on on Yang tweets. Uh, I, I'm up in my in my election markets as well. I think uh, 2020 is a good year for us. Yeah, I'm about to get back in. I, I lost yeah. some shit on the debates. If things keep going like this. I might not have to get a second job delivering food to people. So well, that's good. Yeah, yeah. You, you'll have to fill us all in on how to how to win those tweet markets. Yep. You, you, you seem to have mastered it. All right. This next one comes from Michael DeFazio on Twitter. He gave us this gem about a man who has sued Pornhub over them having no porn for the deaf. I think he has a strong case. We'll see. We'll see. Let's get into it. <laughs> Everyone deserves the porn. Absolutely. Well, so he's, he's basically complaining that he can't hear. I mean, yes. what the fuck yeah. else can well, you do? Well, Have you tried right. to jerk off to, to porn without noise? It's not great. <laughs> it's not great, but he's just he's he's got beef with she, medical doctors. She looks like she's having a good time, <laughs> but I can't hear. <laughs> yeah. Well. We'll we'll get into that, Wes. He's not exactly claiming that he can't hear the porns. Uh, <laughs> okay. he, knows he, he knows he can't hear them. Uh, Brooklyn man Yaroslav Cerise claims that the porn site has violated his and others' rights under the Americans with Disabilities Act. It's also known as the ADA uh, mm-hmm. because the deaf and hearing impaired can't understand the audio portion of the skin flicks and closed captioning he claims is not offered. Ah, so. the closed captioning thing I get. Okay. Yeah, right. he just, yeah. they deserve okay. closed captioning, right. absolutely. I get it. Exactly. Right. Closed you captioning. Need to, you need to read I'm Coming, and then 
Yeah. That, right. that really gets the juices going. Right. The best part about this story is that the suit alleges that Cerise tried to watch a variety of videos on uh, three different sites, including hot step aunt babysits disobedient nephew Sophie Ryan family therapy. Um, <laughs> sexy cop gets witness to talk. Um, a, I bet she did. He's a scenario <laughs> guy. I like it. Send in, send in the sexy cop. Yeah. He's a scenario guy. A, a redacted lesbian action and dirty talk. Um, and then finally, 18-year-old blonde stripper Samantha DP in homemade gangbang porn. Yeah, see, like you said, <laughs> did I have to mention all yeah, of this? Yeah. Well, Wes, like you said, he's a scenario guy, yeah, so yeah. he needs the closed captioning to get the storyline. Right. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I actually um I was listening to Stern today and they had um some they they were playing some porn for the blind on there and mm. it was like uh in this scene a hot twenty year old with huge ass is bent <laughs> is being bent <laughs> over a couch and being fucked extremely hard and like so they like describe the scene for them and then and then it goes into it it's pretty pretty hilarious that's wow. pretty cool I mean that's the mood yeah yeah you're gonna have to you're gonna have to get imagine it somehow uh. But anyways, uh, Cerise, he claims that the lack of closed captioning on those titles that we just went over uh, stripped him of his enjoyment. Uh, and not only that, but this poor guy pays for Pornhub Premium. So that's a oh, real man. sham. That's what I'm saying. He's got a he's got a case. He does. He does. But it, but it turns out, Mark, uh, that according to Pornhub VP Corey Price, quote, while we do not generally comment on active lawsuits, we'd like to take this opportunity to point out that we have a closed captions category. Unquote. Oh, oh okay. So, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So this oh, guy okay. just couldn't find the right category. Gotcha. Well, they should have an it. option to click them on for all of them. But uh, yeah, gotcha. Gotcha. All right. This one submitted by Soda Pop 189, a Milwaukee uh, Men- Menomone Falls man. That's Menomone Falls. I probably butchered that. Men- it's got to be Menonomi, right? Menomone. Menomone. Menomone <laughs> Falls uh, man was faces uh, various drug charges alongside his girlfriend. So the Washington County Metropolitan Drug Enforcement Group searched 26-year-old Austin Schroeder's home after someone narked on him for selling pot a few weeks ago. So oh. real cool, guys. Oh. Um, they found several drug-related items, including glass bongs, glass pipes, a grinder, dried poppy pods, four broken tablets that later tested positive for ecstasy, and like uh, credit card fraud equipment. Like, like a Oh, skimmer. that part's not great. Yeah. No. Well, Schroeder went ahead and said he thought the weed was CBD and the ecstasy was Cialis and then said, fuck, you found the skimmer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 21-year-old Caitlin Geiger, who is Schroeder's girlfriend, told police that Schroeder created drugs from chemicals in a pot on the stove. So this guy can't catch a break with people in his life just being very honest about what he does illegally. Yeah, no one's grateful. Yeah. Like the, the people he's dealing to, his girlfriend. Um, but maybe... Maybe they take their cues, their loose cues from him because he told police that while he was experimenting with drugs back in November, he mixed his mother's ashes with some drugs and ingested all of her ashes. So big reveal there. I slow played it and you were probably wondering why I was even doing this story. This fucking psycho smoked his mother's ashes. That's a lot of ashes, a whole human body. That's Austin Schroeder's got a lot of time. That's incredible. Like that's the series like that. I might have drank some. It right, just like, doesn't ingested, but I, I have a box like I, I, I haven't spread the ashes of my dog that died last year. And that's a relatively big, heavy box. Like that's a mm-hmm. ton of ashes that this dude ingested. You plan on, you plan on smoking Bentley? Well, no, I just haven't. Oh, I've been lazy. Good. I haven't spread him at the lake. <laughs> but, yeah. but I'm saying yeah. like that's a shit like that's insane that this guy could eat that many of his mom's ashes. Yeah. 
Yes, I, I ingested was all that's in there. I was uh, making an assumption on oh, smoking okay. because of the grinder uh-huh. and all the stuff, but he said he said he ingested his mother's ass. Well, I'm sure he tried it. Yeah, I'm sure he tried it. Wash it down with some milk. So, um, weirdo. Yeah. All right, guys, this one comes uh, uh, to us from Alan Green. Thank you, Alan. Uh, so, guys, as a father, I have had several moments where I wanted to slap the shit out of someone else's child for wronging my son, whether it be cutting in line in front of him, pushing my sweet baby boy down on the playground. It's a parent's natural instinct to want to harm the child that wronged your child. Yeah. But there comes a time when you have to let your kids fight their own fights, especially when your kids signed up for the fight and when they are muscular high schoolers uh, perfectly capable of defending themselves. Um, but Inter- for interesting setup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but for one North Carolina father, Barry Lee Jones of Harrisburg, North Carolina, those rules escaped his crazed mind because after he watched his son get illegally pile drived, Matt Hughes styled during a high school wrestling match, he charged the mat and tackled his son's opponent, uh, sending Ooh. shock through the gym and landing old uh, BLJ uh, yep. with some assault charges. Yeah, you're going to go to jail for that. Yeah, um, you can't tackle a high school athlete. No. No, and there's a video of it. Maybe we'll put it in the blog. It's pretty hilarious. The, the, his son is is facing this monster, and he, <laughs> he he picks he picks up his son and just slams him. And then you see LBJ slams him into retirement from uh, high school wrestling. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it's it's. Did he at I least get a, did he get a good lick in on the guy that slammed yeah, him? He like knocked, he, oh, he he knocked him down. I think he hit him from the back, so he could have really <laughs> fucked up this kid. He, he knocked shot. him down on the ground, and then and then everyone's just like <laughs> oh, like like chaos and mayhem. It would have been awesome if he was wearing a singlet. The dad yeah. <laughs> he just comes out of the stands off, yeah. off his clothes. <laughs> this is the kind of like lose your mind shit that I love though, because just like he had to like probably like climb over certain like he had enough time to think. You know, the ref had stopped the match. He Class of '83, state he, champ. He had enough time to think about his actions. He's climbing over people to get at this kid on the mat in front of just the whole crowd. Yeah, um, so he sees the pile driver, and he felt like he took his mother's ashes and drugs all of a sudden, and he just charges yeah, the guy. Right. He couldn't help himself. Yeah. So the parents of Hickory Ridge Wrestling have apologized to the opposing team's wrestler and said they were in shock and horror and disbelief over Bobby, Bobby Lee's actions. Um, so he's he, probably banned. He's banned forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's not for a lot. Oh, back. yeah. He, he, Bobby yeah. Lee can't come back to any wrestling events. No, at, every at single all. every single coach and most parents in his region know of this story yeah. and they're looking for him. Mm-hmm. At no, and it's hilarious, he, too, because like when they have like team dinners like off site, like everybody's like dapping up Bobby Lee like, man, it sucks that you can't come to the matches anymore, man. I know <laughs> well, how much ima- you care. Like- imagine like the, the banquet, you know how they do like the high school banquets for the sports teams. They're like they're giving out the sportsmanship award. What if, what if Bobby Lee's there and they're like, make it, they make a, a low blow shot at him months later. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously the sportsmanship award's not going to Bobby Lear's kid. Right. Everybody cracks up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I imagine in Harrisburg there's a, a few beers shared at those banquets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, it's on. It's usually on school grounds, but in the parking lot. I don't yes. think it matters yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, behind the dumpster yeah. right outside the room. Right. All right. Uh, this one comes from at more on uh, Sestro on Twitter, and it starts. It's a, it's a long tale. It starts back oh. in April of 2019 in the San Diego airport where unsuspecting passenger Ashley Barno was uh, waiting for her flight to Chicago when she got a text from an unknown number that said hello and also told her that she was gorgeous. That's nice. So, yeah, I mean, so far, not terrible. Yeah, it's like a friendly thing. It's just probably some of you forget, right? You probably just you don't, don't have their number anymore. Well, she thanked the unknown person and asked who it was. Uh, to that, the texter responded with the classic, you guess. 
uh, and added that she looked gorgeous in her gray shirt. (laughs) Oh. Oh my! Oh no! He just turned into a creep. Like yeah, not now, she's scared. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guess. You guess. And I know what you're wearing mm-hmm. right now. Uh huh. I can see you. I'm looking at you. Uh, freaked out. She then exchanged over 100 texts with the mystery texter. Uh, <laughs> she liked it. Uh, she was. I mean, she wanted to get to the bottom of it. Turned out. <laughs> turned out the man finally admitted that his name was Ahmad. And that he got her number from her bag tag, which is something I guess an employee of American Airlines, that was the airline she was traveling with, would need to do. Oh, um, no. This is so, one of those decisions you got to choose between your job and this. So she yeah, went to check yeah. her bag. Yeah. And Ahmad, was looking, yeah. She was looking cute when she checked her bag, and Ahmad was the guy that checked her bag. Yeah. Oh, well, shit. No, um, it turns out Ahmad was actually off duty. So somehow he just like knew how to go find the number. Jesus. Uh, anyhow, uh, he, he then when they got onto the plane, he kept texting her and he said that he had two empty seats next to him in row 15 and that he just wanted her to come join so they could chat all flight long and have a lovely time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, the funniest part of his text was he made one final plea. She was saying no. And he said, uh, here was his text. I can always give you good seats, access to the lounges and free flights, too. You can think about it. Just looking for one chance to prove myself, I will be respectful to you always. Those were all texts with exclamation points at the end. Hey, that's an awesome. He's like, I've got two empty seats in my face in this row if you want to sit. Yeah, come come get close to me so I can hide the gun in your back as we exit the plane. I usually do this. Yeah, the guy, the guy is just out of control. Surprise, surprise. Ashley uh, did not succumb to his woos. Um, and she claims that she's been traumatized for eight months, thinking that Ahmad is about to just jump out of the nearest bush, wherever she is. Uh, and nope, so no. she filed this, is, this lawsuit. This is her trying to get money. It well, is. I certainly wouldn't fly, money fly American. Yeah, she's going to get free flights yeah. from American yeah. for like forever. Right. Yeah. And American says he was off duty and has since been fired. Uh, and poor Ahmad is still without a seatmate, it, it appears. <laughs> He's got to work on his game a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and lastly, guys, this one submitted from at Bill D202. Providence police commander Thomas Verdi said his police officers found a 22-year-old man lying pantless in a hallway with a gunshot wound to his scrotum last Thursday night. Oh, wow. That's a scene. Yeah, that's not great. Uh, The man (laughs) said he took his pants off after he accidentally shot himself in the scrotum with one of his many guns. And that's going to do it for Hard Factor. Thanks to all the listeners out there. We're having a good start to 2020. Got some new ads coming, I believe, next week or the week after. And also make sure to sign up for Predicted at www.predicted.org slash promo slash Hard Factor 20 to gamble with us and make some money. Uh, now that it's election season, it's it's really time to start doing that. We mm. also have a new shirt out there, which is fire. It's of Diego, the king of Espanola. Oh, yeah. Espanola. Let's, spend, let's spend some time on that because that yeah. shirt design is incredible. Wes, it's you worked awesome. pretty hard on that. It's great. Yeah, it's like uh, Diego holding up a 100, the Wilt Chamberlain, how many women he had sex with in one day, and then a tree full of, full of tortoises behind him, and it says Diego, king of Espanola, and beautiful red font around it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and 100% of the proceeds after manufacturing costs of that fire shirt are going to the Turtle Conservancy, uh, and they are super pumped to be a part of this shirt, and reached out, and they were like, thank you so much. They're super pumped. They're going to advertise it on their site. Yeah. So show the turtles and tortoises some love and buy that shirt. Yeah. Keep sp- Go ahead. I was going to yeah, say, it's, it's, just a, it's just a great conversation story. You, like I, in the blog that was written, you see someone wearing that shirt, you get asked about it, then you can just you know say, 
Yeah, yeah, no big deal. The money is going to turtles. Yeah. I save turtles. Yeah. What do you do? And it's a beautiful yep. shirt, exactly. too. Somebody sees this shirt. It's amazing, amazing design concept. It's him holding up the 100. And then there's the tiny tree of little turtles that he Did has. Did you not hear your description earlier? Really? Yeah. Yeah, well, no, I, no, I, I heard described the, it. Oh, okay. But I'm just, I'm just reiterating how okay. beautiful it is. <laughs> oh, right on. Yeah, Wes, you really, you did, a great, it you really did a great it. job shepherding that, uh, yeah. that, that design through the process. And since the proceeds are going, like, you can't. Uh, fuck tortoises out of extinction like Diego can, but some of your money might be going to food for Diego so he can continue to have sex and right. save his. Space. What does the conservancy do? You save turtles. Yeah. You talk to them. What does the conservancy do? They save turtles and tortoises across the world. I talked to Max today. He was uh, said this shirt was rad. He was stoked, brah, and um, he is going to hopefully um, put it on the website. He was very, very excited about it. So well, our next God, shirt's going to yeah. Our next show is going to be for the coronavirus. Uh, but also, <laughs> most importantly, have a great fucking day. Oh, yeah. See you later. Yeah. Yeah. No, say goodbye. Say goodbye. Okay. Get out of here. That's a little rough, right? There's a on a western bay, and it serves. Ships a day, lonely sailors pass the time away and talk about their homes. And there's a girl in this harbor town, and she works laying whiskey down. They say brandy, fetch another round. She serves them whiskey and wine. The sailors say brandy, you're a fine girl.